0: Hello everybody and welcome once again to Apostolic Children's Ministry. Today we have once again Julian Hello. and his wife Kim. Hi. She hasn't been on for a little bit.
1: I got too many kids.
0: <laughs> that's a good thing when we're speaking so, of bus ministry, but in um, personalized, uh, <laughs> yeah, just kidding. Uh, you can never have too many I hear, Right. and uh, that's that's what I've heard, and that's what I'm living by. Yeah. <laughs>
2: that's why we're going on number 17, or five. Brother Philip. you are Pentecostal, not Mormon. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Totally a
0: job. No, Jones, I just want my Jones. quiver very full. <laughs> yes. Very, very, very full.
1: He's just yeah. building his own church. It's that's
0: right. right. <laughs> revival the organization organic way. Yeah. <laughs> so you're you're going to fill
2: your bus just with your kids. <laughs> Isn't that powerful? That's right.
0: And we were actually on a bus in Baton Rouge one time, and it was a, a mom and dad. He was driver. She was bus captain. And they had two kids in car seats and three others running around the, uh, up and down the aisle. So it was a family affair. It was yeah, It was I pretty cool. It. That is cool, though.
1: That's how our bus feels right now, Red Bus. We have two yeah. families, and we each have three kids. Yeah.
2: And, <laughs> it's awesome. no, like,
0: at, at that point, you know, the... It really does make it much more inviting for families. Yes. You're know, like, oh, these, these people have kids. They understand kids. My absolutely. kids are not going to be a bother. Exactly.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: So uh, we're going to just go over bus ministry, Sunday school for last week. Uh, yeah. We're not going to drag this thing out. We'll just see where it goes and stop it when we're done.
2: All right,
0: cool. Uh, let's talk about bus ministry first. Okay. Brother Julian, unfortunately, your work kept you from being physically there. Yeah. But you were involved. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Why don't you kind of walk us through the the prep that you have to do every week, and especially when you're not going to physically be on site. What all do you have to do to make the wheels still turn?
2: yeah so i'll start off by texting everyone and knowing their schedule if they're gonna be there i knew i wasn't gonna be there but i want to know if anyone else is gonna be missing because i know like you travel a lot so i just wonder if you're gonna be in town i'm a flake uh, no no, <laughs> no we're out of town doing sunday school still but um but so i knew we would have one other driver that wasn't going to be here so it was me and my and one other and then so that made left us with four drivers for six routes i know some people are like ah how do yeah, that's actually still pretty good. That's not too bad. Hey, four out of six for us is, is, is still, a solid percentage. Now, this two, Sunday, though, two
1: out of six. this a Sunday, hard. I
2: already know we're going to have six out of six. So I'm Come on now. Yeah, so we're going to be good. Um, and then, uh, so basically throughout the week, I'll, I'll figure out people's schedule. And then I'll... See who's going to be there. So now, at that point, I'm trying to think, okay, now, what are our core routes? Which routes need a big bus, which means they need to have a person that has a Class A or a Class B. So, I'm sorry, yeah, Class A or Class B license to drive those buses. So I would know that Green Route and Red Route are the two big routes, and they need the buses. And uh, so I'll make sure that those two drivers are – those two routes are covered. And then I'll try to find the other ones and say, hey, what's your needs? What are you going to – What are your expectancy for this Sunday? Are you expecting a lot? Are you kind of having a lot of families that are out of town? Because right now we have spring break going on. So, which... If you see our numbers overall for this Sunday, they were pretty small because of... I want to say because of spring break. I had a lot of kids on my route that text me that they're not going to be here because they're out of town. So, basically, I'm finding out the drivers. I'm finding out who's going to go where and cover the routes. And then that even meant... For me to text some of the our smaller routes and be like, hey, do you guys need a bus or can I – you guys use personal vehicles? So that's cool thing about having adults that are captains is yeah. I, they could take their own personal vehicles to pick up their kids, which is, has been a big help. I feel really bad for those routes in a way of like I know the bus experience is a lot of fun, but unfortunately, it's just that's what happens sometimes. Yeah. So, Yeah, so basically I'll start off by finding out who's going to be there and who's not. And then kind of just what their expectancy for this Sunday, what it's going to be.
1: Then he'll send the notes of the meeting.
2: Yeah, (laughs) and so then uh, on Sunday morning we have a, a, a bus meeting right after prayer. And I'll type up everything from what we should talk about. And I'll send those to Kim. I'll send her all my notes and I'll basically talk to her like, Hey, make sure we talk about this. Make sure you talk about that. And then they'll, um, she'll go through the meeting and go through those uh, those notes that I send her. Um, on top of making sure bus ministry as a whole is functional and ready to go for Sunday. Um, another thing I got to do is I got to make sure that my own bus is covered too. So I am a bus captain. So I text all the parents and I make sure who's going to be there, who's not going to be there. Um, just so, also just taking care of our route. Mm-hmm. You know, so um,
1: he also double checks with the drivers if they know any bus doesn't have gas or needs gas, so that they have a gas card available.
2: Yep, and then even then, like I'll make sure like I'll, I one of the bus drivers usually by Guillermo who's who's able to step up and do it. But he'll show up early, start the buses, which is what I would usually be doing in the morning. He'll start the buses and pull them up
1: and pull them up. <laughs> He's so so sweet. yeah,
2: so that that's huge because. Um, you know, you, you got to have someone down here early because if we have a dead battery or something, we need someone who's willing to step up and mm-hmm. make sure that battery's jumped and ready to go. <clears throat> yeah.
1: so, Brother Guillermo is amazing. Yeah. He is so reliable. Julian can ask him to do anything, and he's just more than happy to do it.
0: Yeah. There is no substitute for someone that you just know with is never going to let you down on stuff. Yeah. Um, It's it's one of those deals. Like I would rather have someone that I know is going to be there every week, that maybe isn't as talented. I'm not referring to Guillermo because he is phenomenally talented. like Mm -hmm. someone that may not be quite as good as someone else, but you know they're going to be there every week. I would take ten of those over ten ultra talented flakes. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. it's so true. So, but brother Guillermo is both. Like he's Mm -hmm. super talented and he is just he's rock solid.
2: And if there's ever like a mechanical issue, I could literally text him about it, and he'll kind of already have an idea what. Because he's very um, mechanical savvy and observe it. Yeah, so
1: he'll be like, "Yeah, I noticed that. I was planning to go this day already," mm-hmm. which that's is so just cool. so so cool.
0: It's like uh, my my dad or brother. I can't remember which one. They were talking about Michael Barrier, oh. and they were saying that he's the most reliable person they've ever known. Like, literally, if you text him something, you can cross it off your list because it's done. Yeah. You never have to follow up on it again. And people like that are just, oh my lord, Man, they're I wish so they had that wonderful. <laughs> they're so wonderful. Yeah.
2: I, I love that. And, you know, and even because this Sunday, we're trying to really hype up our greeting team. So we got a couple of young girls who wanted to join, and they just primarily want to do that. They don't want to really ride the bus or anything. It's just... let's, let's define that. What is the greeting team? So the greeting team is where, so where we drop off the buses, they all go from one. They all have the one stop when they pull in the parking lot where we drop off the kids and they enter into our Sunday school campus area, and that entrance way, it's a there's like a wrought iron gate that they fence uh, that they go through. But we put, we try to decorate it, make it look nice so that the kids, when they show up, there's this cool entranceway. If you didn't decorate it, it has a prison
0: feel to it. Yeah. <laughs> it's a concrete brick building with, with metal bar gates. That are like
1: yeah. beige. And so uh,
2: it needs to look a little more inviting. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, so we got a red carpet that we roll out.
1: And the floppy airman.
2: We got the the airman that greets them too every time they show up. He's very faithful. He's here every Sunday. Yeah. He's he's really He's not really a <laughs> solid. He's full of that. <laughs> so and he's uh and then we that team, they're giving out Sunday school dollars. They're giving out um they're trying to really just I tell them to be a smile and greet and make, and then Try to recruit other kids to, group, to greet kids as they get off the bus. You yeah, know? so their job is just to
0: make these kids that come off the bus feel like absolute rock, rock stars. stars. Like, like they, have, they are the most important person in the world at that moment. Yep.
2: And while well, this Sunday we were like, so I know Kim came down the Saturday before with the girls that were wanting to do that. And they made this really cool balloon arch. And they made this, like, um, like, drape kind of curtain thing. Yeah, with, like, so it was,
1: it was under the sea. They really wanted to do, like, a water theme. And so the week before, they kind of wrote down the ideas of what they wanted. And I said, okay, we'll figure out what supplies we need. So, and it was so simple. I'm telling you, Dollar Tree. And it was, like, phenomenal. So the only thing I didn't get there, I believe, were the balloons. And those were just like Party City because they have more. Well, variety. you guys
0: had those like dolphin helium yeah. balloons. So there that?
1: was like one shark, one big shark. We had like the 24 inch balloons within the balloon arch. The girls made like fish cutouts. Uh, they used streamers for like seaweed.
0: Did you mention um, the golden machine?
1: So they also had a bubble machine. One of the girls' mom actually bought the bubble machine. And she's like, no, 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 Like this is her vision, and I'm going to support her vision, which was so cool. <clears throat> awesome. And it was the coolest bubble <laughs> machine. And so um, it was a little breezy, and it was actually a little cold that day. But the coolest thing with the bubble machine was it had the bubbles float all the way from the entrance all the way to the back of where we served breakfast. And they were just, like, floating in the air. So it even made it more just... It was it was really really cool. That's yeah. cool.
0: Isn't so it? if you guys had timed this right, you could have done it on a really wet rainy day. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they could have got the whole experience yeah, of the yeah, Underwater, yeah, under the water. just like make them wait outside for a I little know. bit. Just ne- enough. next
1: time we're gonna get real seaweed, so it's like <laughs> <bit>.
0: um, <laughs> and they, real sharks. too. <laughs> and
1: real sharks. But they don't just do that. They um, take track or they uh, keep track of our bus count. So any riders, they also will be distributing the snacks to each bus. Um, They have forms right in the front to where if they need to input a new kid into the system, they have all their forms for that. They double check if the captains or whatever bus rep uh, brings the kid up, that they've had a parent permission slip. If not, they'll be handed one. And then pretty soon we'll be having a laptop there for the girls so that they can... Do uh, our trawler input as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Do you know where the inspiration for the greeting teams originally came from? No. It was James Wang and Blue Bomber Crew. Because oh, cool. <clears throat> they used to post pictures of their greeting team and they had people dressed up in like bus costumes. Like they, they had like There's things they had handmade. Red. And I, don't, I think they had the red carpet. I'm pretty sure that's where I saw it first. Anyways, few things like that. I was like, we've got to do that. Yeah, it was so neat. Just these kids coming off the bus and feeling, probably many of them for the first time ever, that they really are important. Yeah, and I was like I, we've got to do that here. Yeah. And so we've we've really kicked it off hard. It has diminished somewhat, but you guys are making okay. it yeah. come alive again, and I love it. Yeah. I'm so, so cool. excited. That's,
1: the girls are so excited. Like that's they're coming neat. up with their own yeah. ideas, and they dressed up and it was yeah. so fun so
2: this Sunday was really I know we kind of been amping it up like or I'm sorry ramping it up the last few weeks but this last Sunday was like a really big ramp up for us yep. so Kim was going to be busy with that I'm not there who's going to captain our route <laughs> we're like ah so she's like I, I'm not going to be able to ride because I'm going to be helping with this I want to make sure the girls know like just how much more they could do you know just walk them through it so we had our bus workers some that are brand new step up they knew exactly what to do, and they, they just handled it. They, they knew, handled it, and so. they're
1: like, don't worry about it. The coolest thing just about having a good support team... Is supporting each other if they're not there or they have a kid sick I've told them don't worry about it I got it you know and so we have that mutual kind of respect Mm -hmm. and they're like well we want to always be available for you guys in case you guys go out and teach somewhere else in case you guys aren't here on a Sunday because you're at a different church it was like that's huge it was seriously the coolest thing just to hear someone say that
0: I I don't I was about to say I don't think you understand but you do how blessed we are with the teams that we have for Sunday school Um, and bus ministry. Yes. I was just talking to a pastor. and I'm going to be very uh, vague about uh, just the lack of help that they have in those departments. And he was just saying, basically they used to have a decent Sunday school, not, not much of a bus ministry, but a little bit. And it has collapsed to the point where the bus ministry is gone. Doesn't even exist. And the Sunday school is held on by a shoestring, and it's just basically going through the motions. And it was one of those deals that you're just like, like I, in in the situation where I can't wrap my head around that. Who wouldn't want to do this? Like yeah. it's the most rewarding, fun, exciting thing you could be involved in. So why would not everybody want to do this? But that's not how it always was here. Mm-hmm. When we started this thing, it was a shoestring volunteer group, and and it was. Uh, like trying to get people involved was was not easy because it wasn't fun. It wasn't exciting and vibrant and something that people looked at and thought that could be that could be some place I fit in. So I guess I'm saying this: if you, if your church is not yet in the position of having honestly we're at the point we have too many volunteers yeah but i'll never turn them away no but like in sunday school do you know how hard it is to schedule when you have too many people yeah <laughs> yeah like oh and you God. don't want to leave anybody out no uh-huh. and so I, i'm combining people on roles now like you'll notice like it, it's like we're these free. two people are doing this these two people are doing this not because we necessarily need two people in that position but because we don't have anywhere mm-hmm. to put them yeah and I just had someone else text me this week saying I, I'm ready to get back in the mix, and they're an awesome Sunday school teacher. So it's like, yay! Yeah. And I'm being serious, like, right. yay, that's awesome. But now what? Like, yeah. If we had two
2: hours, it'd be easy. But I got an hour, and we right. got to get 15 people involved. Like, our buses, we have so many bus workers. We could be filled with bus workers before we put a single kid on it. You know, yep. we have so many. Yep. And I think a lot of that is because of. Just the excitement and fun That we put into it You know If Buckminster yeah. was born No one will do it You know Instead it's eye catching Like everyone pulls up They see this When when the rest of the church Pulls up There's not a separate entrance Yeah there's You know They park usually There's a little bit further In the parking lot and they come down A different way The kids But when they pull in That's the first thing They see is that entrance way Yep. And you know, people are probably like, "Whoa, why is that entrance? Why is it decorated like that?" It's like, "Oh, it's a bus mystery." You know, we got balloons,
0: balloon. we got this dancing thing, so a red neat. carpet, music bumping, and they're yes. like,
1: "Oh, the girls also said, had a little mini speaker."
0: We need to get them a um, big speaker, though. I know they need one. That <laughs> I have grand speakers all throughout the property. I don't know if you guys have seen those speakers that are all over. Are they still and they've blown twice? Oh, yeah, I know. okay. Every time I install them, they all get right. destroyed, <laughs> and and. and our, our sound guys are like, we, it shouldn't happen. I'm like, we, I agree. It did <laughs> yeah. twice. And I'm not going to put it up another set till I know why. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that was the idea that music is everywhere. Mm-hmm. From the basketball courts to the grass area to the fellowship hall to the middle courtyard area to in front of the church. I want music just I remember, pumping. I think one of the last times it blew was VBS. I think that's a lot it was, and we just we yeah. just put them up, yeah. Uh, yeah. And it was only alive for two days, and then yeah. they all popped. Yeah. Then, yeah. and, and what's but cool, it was, was
2: cool though when it was. Did, it was like, man, this is fun. It was amazing yeah. till it, till it wasn't. Yeah. So like. And so a lot of people, they see that, you know, they see bus ministry and they want to join. You know, I got people coming up to me all the time. Hey, I want to get involved in bus ministry. And I'm like, yeah. cool. Well, here's the application. Let's talk when you're ready. You know, so. Yeah. Um,
0: it's and, one of those things that's always in front of the church. Uh, so, so pastor's not personally involved in children's ministry, but he always brings it up mm-hmm. because he knows it. it it's effective. Um, in the bulletin, we just did a, a, a article about different testimonies. He asked us specifically to write that and put that in there for mm-hmm. people to see. Um, it, so it's always in the forefront yep. in, the, uh-huh. in the mind of the church.
2: So, so it's not a niche ministry. If yeah. I could add, though, if there's anyone listening to this podcast and you go to Inline House Church and you're over the age of 25, we need you to drive. We need drivers. We could have 20 drivers and, and not be
0: unduly yes. like, saturated. Like, so, we could
2: use them. I know we're saying we have a lot of help, and we do, but we need drivers. Yep. So if you're feeling the burden, <clears throat> and you uh, go, take, go do it. Text one of us. We'll help you. We'll get you through it. Sister Kim here actually just got her permit. Come on now. Class B mm. With her pass- or passenger door so oh, she got the written part done, right? The yeah. written and part we- is done. She has her permit. It. So now the next part is to do the test. California just made this rule where you have to go and do 15 hours of driving with an instructor before. Yeah. With a
1: certified so, school.
2: Yeah, But Garrett was certified now, isn't he? No, not, not yet. yet. Yeah, so we might have to do it through a school. We got to look into it. But either way, um, that's, you know. We're making progress, you know. To have another driver, and it's not easy. It's yeah. not easy. So yeah.
0: So it, it, the the whole point of this this whole volunteer thing is is if you're not there yet, stick with it. Um, make it exciting, and they will come. Yep. You know, you, they they say that you start. Everyone wants to watch a fire burn, right? So right, right. You, you start a fire, and they're going to come. They mm-hmm. are going to come. Yep. Even if you're the only one. Dressed up every Sunday, making it fun, make it so much fun that other people want to get involved.
2: You know, and I'm not trying to get ahead of myself, but we got extra routes here, and we need drivers, or we have extra vehicles here that need to be driven, and we got parts of this town that needs to be reached still. Yo. And you know, and we're surrounded by what. Three or four million
0: people. Oh, my. Like we, we can't possibly reach them all. Yes,
2: and I just, uh, you know, at work, one of the things I catch myself doing a lot is I like, go into an apartment complex <laughs> and I start looking for kids. Like, what if we ran a route here? What if you know? Um, but in the city of Bloomington, there is a need, and I we have not nothing just, there. Nothing there, and there's um, there's actually a drug rehab place that I want to go to and like we get a route started out there on Sunday night just look yep. in 360 degrees around us we got we got uh, Muscoy, we started
0: one uh-huh. there but there's nobody there now Right. Uh, we got Riverside there's no bus routes we got uh, San Bernardino we we starting to make inroads there yep. we got Grand Terrace never touched that Fontana is untapped that yep. is a massive city we're hitting one tiny portion of a massive yep. city it is it's everywhere yep. in a 360 around us we could we mm-hmm. could we
2: could easily Fill twice as many buses and not run out of spots Never. to center. And, uh, you know, we used to be limited to miles because of these older buses that we got. But now we got these buses, they're gas. They could go as far as they need to, you yep. know. So, we're, you know, we all we need is drivers. We had the bus workers, yeah. you know, but we could make it happen. But we just got. I mean, if if you ever catch a burden, <laughs> we need you. <laughs> yep. Well, it's so, happening though.
1: We're starting to see
2: it. We got those, those <laughs> we got classes going
0: on. But if you and don't
1: camp. have the burden, here's your sign
0: <laughs> yeah. to
1: go. Well,
0: yeah. <laughs> That's actually a good point, though. <laughs> don't wait till you have a burden for something. No. Try it. Yeah. I've seen too many people. that are just like you know. I'm waiting for God to to give me direction. I might. Like, um, <laughs> the pastor just said we need drivers. Yeah. or Pastor just yes, said we need this. That's not enough for you.
1: I think that's the best. Point you want to God
0: make. to smack you on the head, like, and point you in the direction. It's like I think my brother, brother Prado, he he had a message and he talked about how there's too many people waiting for God to give them direction instead of just trying stuff, yeah. instead of just doing what needs to be done. Um, and I, I cannot. Yes. echo that enough you, Yes, you just so true. put on a, like, like we said in your podcast put on enough coats and one of them's going to fit but yeah. if you never try them on how are you going to know never know you'll never know so so um, bus ministry I drove the big bus yes I can't tell you how exciting that is like I love driving the smaller buses but there's something about those full size buses that like gets me giddy yeah. when I can just jump out of that seat run up the aisle join the kids at a stop have fun that to me is, ugh, yeah. it's awesome.
2: And the reason why that happened is because I needed a class B with air brakes to drive either red route or blue route. It was you and brother Daniel, but the only two that Sunday. <laughs> and I knew you 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 came from the green route, like that I is love your love green route. So I asked why I placed you there. I was like, you know what? But I think brother Philip would really enjoy this right now. I so, love that route. So I put you on the green route. And then, uh, and then Brother Danny drove for the Red Route. So I'm telling you, while I was driving, I was like, every door I'm passing has a
0: memory. Yeah. Every door. That's great. That person used to come from here. They were there. Then they moved to this door. Then they moved
2: to this door. I, like yeah. every single door has some memory tied to it. Oh. And, and I know I since we're route. just talking about bus mission right now, you know, I was thinking back when you drove for, I, I think it was the Green Route. And you guys brought 100 kids on that bus. I wasn't car, right? driving at the time. Okay. But the, yeah, we, were, we brought 123 kids on one bus one Sunday. We need to see that again. Yeah. We need to see that again. And I was thinking about that. I was like, why isn't it happening? I know we're just coming out of a pandemic and we're dealing with all it, that,
0: that. That is a real
2: deal. It, it's, it a real deal it's a
0: real deal. But, but it's not
2: an excuse. It's not an excuse. And, and I was thinking about it. I was like, you know what? One of the big things you guys used to do back then was you guys did a lot of sidewalk Sunday school. Right? If, if, I, if I remember correctly. Well, me and... Uh,
0: my brain is not working. Uh, good grief. Scott, uh-huh. we would go out to the parks and almost every Sunday, we'd take whatever we just did in Sunday school and take it and do it there or we'd
2: go to apartment complex and do it there. That's that's around the same time, right? The one yeah. that you guys brought. Okay, so. I think. Yeah, yeah. I think very so. close to it. Okay, so. And I was just thinking about that. I was like, you know what? In I don't think brothers, that was the only factor, but but yeah. I, think I mean, and I know it. there's a lot more to it and I'm not saying like if you do this, we'll see a hundred kids come, but... You guys had spiritual dominion of this town, doing that. Brother Phillips said something on when he was preaching, and it just wrong with me. And he said, you know, I love apostolic street preaching because it causes spiritual dominion in your town. And when you guys were doing that, that's what you guys were doing. You guys were getting spirit. I, I think as a Sunday school ministry, I really want to start seeing that. I want to do apostolic Sunday school in in Colton because I want spiritual Domin- dominion in Colton I want it in Bloomington I, you know and I understand like I, it's just there's something spiritual that happens when we do that and yeah. I believe you know I actually we're going to do a big push this this uh, sat- Saturday with our route and one of the things we're going to do is we're going to teach object lessons while we're out there That's we're cool. going to do two we're going to do <clears> maybe cool. a song and a quick little like the trust fall one there's no props needed it's just a skit Yeah. and, uh, and then wrap it up Still, you know, we're not gonna go any longer than. But we're gonna do that, and just to get spiritual dominion and teach a lesson, and just let the devil be mad. and Let him know we're back. And That's we're taking cool. All the I kids with us. So, yeah,
0: yeah, that was that was a cool time because that that was like my my intro in, into bus. And I remember just setting like goals, like we're gonna hit we're gonna hit ten. And we hit ten, then twenty, then thirty, and then forty, and fifty. Uh-huh. And we literally sat on a seventy-two passenger bus. We sat. We said we're going to see a hundred kids. And, and then I thought, whoa, we're, the math—that's impossible. You can't bring a hundred kids on a seventy-two passenger bus. Yeah. Like, that's that's dumb to even say. And then we brought one hundred twenty-three. We actually brought ninety-three. Had to leave bus workers in the middle of, of Rialto. We left them on the corner of Lilac and mm-hmm. uh, you anyway, one of those corners. I probably dumped six or seven bus workers. and said just wait. So yeah. they stayed there. Took ninety three kids to the church. Went back and we picked up another thirty kids. Oh, it was awesome. That is that
2: is such a cool experience. Oh, it was. I, I, I mean, wow. I wish I would have been there.
0: You know, um, I but, do. but average on that bus, I mean, not average, but it was not weird for us to bring 60-70 kids on that bus. Yeah was real common but but that was the only bus we were
2: running right that was it well I mean yes yeah, the only bus you're running but I mean that was just the route you were in charge of I mean I I'm in charge of red route when it comes to me captaining one I that's I could you know me and my team we could make a personal goal of like hey we've been running like 17 uh, that's like our average we sometimes are in the 20s but 17 is like our average. And I know last week was less than that, but on the normal. Sure. And um, I should make a goal. Hey, 50. Let's get 50. Okay, we got 50. Let's go 75. So we got 75. Let's do 100. And that should be our personal route. But we need, if every single route was to do that same thing, hey, let's go for 10. Let's go for 30. Let's go for 40. Hey, we need another bus. You know, like, and I just, ah, I want to see it. I want to see hundreds of kids coming on our bus ministry. I rem- I, 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 and this is just,
0: you know, you know everything's golden when you look back right dude we did a lot of outreach oh
1: yeah like
0: a lot like a, and a lot of the buses now are doing that were you but only doing saturday outreach it was only saturday okay but it was weird if we were done by one like it was like i was very uncommon like it, it, and i remember just being so hot and like some of those buildings are so tight together and you feel like you're gonna die it's like a hundred feels like it's a million degrees in between those buildings but you're just like, just one more door, one more door, one more door, because yeah. I think they're going to come. And I remember, this is this is like how pumped up we were. We were on Ramona Street, and we were doing that, that whole street, and I found out by looking at Google Maps, there was a second row of, of apartments behind, and we had been on that street for a while, and I didn't know they were there. Wow. But I look on Google Maps, and I'm like, oh, there's houses back there. We were so excited, because that's more kids that could come. And finally, going back there and knocking on them, and it just like it wasn't a uh, was just I hope they don't close the door. It was like if they got kids, they are coming. It's like it, we just knew it, That's they were going to come. It was such a, a cool, uh, just this a neat time. I remember th- and and this is I'm done with this. I remember being on Lilac, I was picking up kids on a Sunday night service, um, in my, in my personal vehicle. In fact, I was picking up, um, uh. uh I can't say the names but on the <laughs> corner of Lilac and Jackson uh-huh. uh, anyway so I was in front of there knocking on the door I was waiting for him to get ready and there was a, a guy walked by and he was ready to cause trouble I remember him turning it was starting to get dark and that area is pretty rough uh-huh. And he, I remember him looking he goes what are you looking at like just ready and I remember it was like the Holy Ghost like what are you going to do yeah like and it wasn't like I'm gonna be a punk it was just like I just like oh we're picking up kids for church and I'm telling you the guy just stopped and he's like oh and just walked but I remember like there was zero fear like none like we own this like what are you gonna do like this is our spot yeah how dare you yeah there was zero fear I went back like like a year later and I hadn't been there in a while and someone did something similar and it was like oh god I better get out of here because it, I hadn't been there and yeah. I didn't have that connection with the street. And it was like, oh, man, I got to get back
2: in the trenches again because yeah. it was a it was a weird deal. You know, and, and I liked when you said, like, I, you found that row and your whole team was excited. Like, yes, let's go. There's sometimes, you know, like, you push an area and they're like, oh, we'll get to it. Wait, what? No. Like, let's let's go. Let's get excited. Let's all, like, you know, just that. You guys had that Holy Ghost Faith and expectancy as a whole, which is huge. That's so big. Well, yeah. So oh, we're, we're we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna see
0: it start popping. Right? It well, it already is popping. It already is. In fact, speaking of popping, mm-hmm. we talked about the boy that came back after years of being gone. Well, he got the Holy Ghost since we did our last podcast yep. on a Friday night. Was it Friday? Yeah, Friday night it's youth Friday. service. Mm-hmm. Uh, he got the Holy Ghost, and then this Sunday he brought his friends. So he brings two more friends. And before service, it was funny because I was uh, up on the platform about to lead songs, and uh, someone says, "Hey, he's trying to get your attention." So I was like, I looked down, and he's like waving me down. So I ran down there, and he goes, "He goes, hey!" And I said, "Hey, how are you doing?" And he stopped and He goes, "Brother Philip, stop, stop." I was like, "Oh." <laughs> <laughs> he goes, "He wants the Holy Ghost," and he points to his friend. And he goes, "He wants the Holy Ghost, and he wants baptized tonight." I was like, "Okay, okay, that's awesome. I, that, that's really cool." And I, I don't know where this this boy that he brought is that spiritual so I don't know if he wants him to have the Holy Ghost or if the boy really wants it himself I just didn't know well he wanted it because at altar call he came up and pastor talked about altar working about altar working Uh and he said I want to see people get the uh the revelation of how important altar working is and how to actually do it mm-hmm. and I want to see someone get the Holy Ghost tonight mm-hmm. that boy comes up I'm telling you he was speaking in tongues in like five minutes yeah. of course the entire church is ready to practice <laughs> right, right, yeah, <laughs> but no he got the Holy Ghost and then he got baptized so that's like uh, there's nothing like a, a bus rider coming back getting mm-hmm. the Holy Ghost that's awesome yeah. but when they bring their friends and they get the Holy Ghost now yeah. it's like a, a whole new level of yeah. Holy Ghost awesome
2: yeah that's cool that that's uh, That boy, he had the, the, he just came up, he told you, my friend wants the Holy Ghost. And he had faith, he's going to get it tonight. He told you, and um, he he told you because he wants you to basically probably pray for him, lead him, guide him, whatever it is, because you were his spiritual mentor. That's the only reason why he came up to you. It had to, because I had a young guy who I prayed for a while ago. He got the Holy Ghost, and he brought his friend and uh this was a uh, he's a man but he brought his friend and i remember he brought him to the altar and he brought him to me and he goes he wants the holy ghost too
1: That's and so it's
2: obviously cool. i'm not the one giving it to him but right. i was like, all right let's pray and let's get the holy ghost right That's now awesome. and actually we just saw him at, in sacramento so he, he cool. they moved up to sacramento and i remember i was in altar uh praise and worship and we're just i'm just clapping and all of a sudden someone's grabbing me from behind and giving me this huge hug and i'm like who is this I'm, like, looking at his hands. I'm not... I'm like, oh, man, what's up? Like, he just... It was really cool. It was That's really cool awesome. Yeah, so... But, you know, just that Holy Ghost faith and expectancy and all that. Yeah. And it is, like we said, it's popping. We had kids getting the Holy Ghost. Like kids getting baptized. Friends. Yep. Oh, anyway. It's what it's all about. But I said, I want to see 80 new faces. Absolutely. 100 new faces, you know, and I'm excited. So, yeah. I believe it's going to happen. Yeah, I, I believe it
0: will. So... <coughs> so. In case you don't know, we're 32 minutes in and we, <laughs> we don't only talk, talk about up. anything but bus ministry because we are passionate about it. Like this is not a joke. This is not something we do because we can't find anything else to do. Like We are pumped because it works. We've seen it too many times. And, uh,
2: and I know there's a lot of people that listen to your podcast. A lot of them are probably the pilots before Sunday school. But you may think, well, bus ministry is its own thing. Sunday school ministry is its own thing. And I know that I remember thinking... I. I never really saw it as two ministries, uh, but I just never really saw the connection, you know. Um, I don't know. That's an ugly way to say it, too. I just, I don't know. I, I just, my mind just didn't really wrap it. That's all it was. It's always been one ministry. There are still Sunday school departments that think they're two different ministries. Our our Sunday school department does not see it as two different things. We see that it, it's like the drum ministry is not its own drum ministry the piano ministry is not its own their music ministry this yep. is children's <coughs> ministry yep. so if you're in a Sunday school department and you want to see a bus ministry start and it's like well maybe someone needs to get the burden to do it and our, our Sunday school ministry will grow go start a route <laughs> go do it and your, yep. your ministry will flourish even as a Sunday school teacher it will sharpen you so much more so yeah. and if you need help Reach out to us. We, I mean, we'll help lead and guide. I mean, whatever we could
0: do. I, I can tell so. you this: that, that Sunday school is incredible. You guys know how passionate we are about mm-hmm. that. But adding the the uh, adding bus ministry into it, mm-hmm. it makes it so much more than just Sunday school. Because you're ministering through Sunday school to kids that are already open to church, or they already know about church. Their parents bring them, they've probably more or less raised them in church. Yes, you're going to have some mixture of some newer kids. But when you add bus ministry, you're bringing kids that have never experienced this. They don't have a an inkling of Bible stories. They don't know anything. It will take your Sunday school ministry to a whole other bracket that you never dreamed it could be in. Yeah. And it escalates everything. Yeah. And so now uh, your, your Sunday school is so much more than just and not, not that it ever I hate this I, we say this too much but it's not babysitting we know that right. but it takes it into the whole another level of ministry yeah. where you just gotta try it you gotta just dip your toe in it and you'll see what we're talking yeah. about because I yeah. can't verbalize it and
2: uh, I actually I said it to a man who runs a bus ministry and I was like yeah I was like every single one of our teachers in our classroom are also bus workers or captains or some type involved in one way or another in bus ministry. Every single one. Every single one. And he's just like he was like, "Are you serious?" He he kind of was like, blown blown away by it. He goes like, "I am having such a hard time trying to get the that person to drive a route and also teach Sunday school." He, he goes, "How much you know?" We're blessed. And God I just like, and I and I think he's going to bring a team down to uh, the children's ministry. That's cool um, seminar at the end of the month. And I was like, one of the big things that we push at that children's ministry, which is where I got the revelation. I guess is that children's ministry seminar. I was like, bring your team. Maybe you'll make a team a difference. So he's going to yeah. try. It's, it's really cool. That's awesome. So, all right. <laughs> so now we're going to go into our okay. most
0: recent Sunday. Uh, Brother Julian wasn't there, so you get to kind of react to what we're we're going to talk about. I'm sure you've you've heard bits and pieces of it. We're going to go through, because we were talking about God's way is the best way. It's based on the story of Cain and Abel. Um, Obviously, Cain did it his own way. Abel did it God's way. And as you know, we do this in segments. So in this case, we had nine different breakdowns of the lesson, ranging from four to eight minutes. The last one was ten. That's really because it entails an altar call Um, but every one of those pieces teaches that same concept in a different way so let's start with the creative intro and rules we actually combine those into one segment they used to be two because we just don't have enough time yeah so we we our rules on their own can take 15 (laughs) minutes if we're not careful yeah because we go nuts And the intro can take 10. So Mm -hmm. we would sometimes literally be 15 minutes into class and not have taught anything. (laughs) So we crammed that in. Now we have a five-minute segment for creative rules and intro. Um, And that was Bob and Noe. And Bob's (laughs) way of doing it was he was... Trying to do an intro, and he kept saying, guys, stop it. I told you, do it my way. Do it my way. Right. <laughs> and no, he's like, well, well, I wanted to do it my way. And anyway, Bob was uh, very insistent that his way is the only way. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm <laughs> the only one that knows what I'm doing.
2: Was <laughs> um, the they, league course, getting all mad? Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> but yeah, he so he taught the, uh, he brought in the topic by saying, oh, wait, wait. There's only one way that it needs to be done, and that's God's Uh, way. God's way is the best way. And so he led us into that. He didn't mention Cain and Abel at all. Uh, Then we did the Holy Ghost chant, uh, the Plan of Salvation chant. That was Larry. You're supposed to be Larry, but he had to be in the main church because of sound issues. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We had quite a few of those. So Sarah did it. And uh, that's Sarah Booker or Trial? Sarah Booker, okay. So for those who don't know, it's the say and repeat repent and be baptized in Jesus name repeat yes. and be
2: baptized in Jesus name spoken tongues when the Holy Ghost
0: came spoken tongues yeah, so we'll go through that uh, and the idea again we' sound like a broken record sometimes probably shouldn't say this every podcast, <laughs> but it's just to drive on the church what kind of church we are wow. so the kid never comes back they know what kind of church to find
1: yeah
2: mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. third one memory verse now this was creative this was ultra so fun, creative. too. Danny Torado sends me a text the night before and says, hey, this is how I would like to teach the memory verse. you okay with it? And he sends a recording of what he did. <laughs> I was like, that is awesome. Yes, yes, a thousand times yes. And so That's he cool. comes into... In the class, dressed up like Farmer John. Yeah, he's got the boots. He looks like a total hayseed, and he's chewing on. It.
1: Yes, it was like some greenery or something. It was.
2: I think he couldn't find hay,
1: yeah, and so he found so the he next just, thing
2: to it. He looked yes. like a goat eating his. Uh, you know, can I? you think if I played it, like it'll sound too weird? If I like played a little clip on it from my phone, sure. My we,
0: we can try, but uh, worst case, go to Instagram, Apostolic Sunday School on Instagram, and you can see the clip. That was actually the second run through because he's sang it twice. Oh, okay, so you posted it. I did post on Instagram. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Then never mind. Well, yeah, I mean, you can play a clip of it if Gotta you want. See it. So. <laughs>
2: I like this part right here. In the name.
1: What name is that? <laughs> Jesus Oh Of Jesus. <laughs> it was just, it was God. so neat. The kids were so involved, like, yelling and waving. I think he sang it twice or three times he went through it. Twice
0: for sure. Because I recorded it the second time.
1: And so they were so excited. So I recorded it. Oh, My oh, middle was like... Mom, I want to hear it. I want to hear it. So she's like playing this clip that I have on my phone repeatedly, and she's singing with it, and it was just it was great.
0: Danny, if you're listening, that was that was so good. So he wrote a song, learned how to play it on the guitar. He already plays the guitar, but you know so he he put this whole thing to melody. And sing it with an accent, just played, it did it to perfection. It was so very, very good. That like, was it, cool. it, it was like the model for how you should teach a memory verse. It was,
1: it was so, so good. good.
2: When Kim said that to me, I was like,
1: <laughs> oh, I wish I would have been there. I know, and I'm sending it to him, and I'm like, oh, you're missing out. Wow, that so was, was cool. Good. It
2: was good job, Brother Danny. Yeah, yeah.
1: it was awesome.
0: So, uh, that memory verse thing, we're doing one per month. So that same memory verse this is our second week doing that one verse. And it's kind of low hanging fruit. We know that. This is a relatively easy one for the kids because they already know it for the most part if they're in church. Um, but from here on it's gonna get a little more tough. We're gonna have to really stretch ourselves to to learn some of these longer ones. You know, second Corinthians five nineteen or something, you know, to wit that God was in Christ. We gotta get some <laughs> some songs. So I was thinking if if he can do that on the piano or on the on the on the the guitar. I'm like, dude, what? How funny would it be like to have one, one of you know, one fourth of every time we do a memory verse, someone has to write a song. To it. Yeah. <laughs> so every verse will eventually have a song to it, yeah. and then we can tie them all together, and, that can be our, our apostolic <laughs> songbook or something. We may even be
2: able to cheat a little bit. I'm sure there's stuff on a. Uh... The Bible Quizzing app, where Probably one of these verses I'll probably probably, probably. yeah yeah absolutely, so, but that's cool.
1: Those are very creative as well.
0: Then we did the books of the Bible song, and we finished the song. Now
1: Bible book Bob
0: Bible book Bob by, by Go, Go Fish. Fish
1: so good. Play it in your car; kids will love it, and they're learning the books of the Bible.
0: <clears throat> so we went to the end of the New Testament, of course, but I still don't. You know, we we we. Can't say that all the kids know the books of the Bible yet. We barely just covered that. So we're going to do it a couple more weeks until everyone can sing it without the music, without us singing, and we'll oh, see how they gonna do
1: Oh, that's going to be so good.
0: And if they can do Genesis to Revelations, then I'll feel like, okay, we got this. Yeah. And, and the then kids we'll have don't, Sunday. The kids yeah.
1: don't mind it being repetitive either. No. They almost look forward to something that they're learning, and now they know.
0: It. It. it it's Fun. It I I, I mean, I'm, I'm not a kid, but I'm digging this because I have never <laughs> known the books of the Bible. And now, because like I, I, I mentioned this in another podcast, but when I was young, I learned the presence of the United States to a song. And I still remember that song. Like I can sing it super I know
1: long. know When states. you played that,
2: yeah, Kim knows all the states in alphabetical and order. And it was oh, okay. from
1: a song in elementary school. That, it's, like you just don't forget the melody. For for
2: yes. Kim. No. Go you for know it. you want
0: to do it. No, you know yes. you want to. No, You know you want to. You're really not going to? No,
1: I'm not.
0: Jefferson and Madison. Madison. <laughs> no. Okay. Well, one day we'll be able to just as easily say the books of the Bible like that. Uh-huh. So uh, I'm super confident up until like mid New Testament,
2: and then I kind of lose the melody a little bit. So I got to go over it a couple more times yeah. Yeah. before I'm solid. Now I just want to say, like when so it was on the podcast when you did that song the first time, the president won. Uh-huh. and Kim sang all the the <laughs> states. We've been married for ten years. <laughs> I didn't know she could do that. But
1: I just think like, it's that same malady awesome. Alabama, Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas, California, Colorado, and then you get See? the point. Yeah,
2: she could do all of them. <laughs> yeah.
1: I don't think I would have lived it down if I didn't give you guys that piece. Yes,
2: piece, so. thank you. Feel a little bit. Thank you. <laughs> I can. I can find
0: myself again. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> uh, then we did the mini object lesson. That was Sarah Tarato. That was
1: really what good. What did she too. do? I'm trying to remember. And Danny, the and they made the sandwich. Oh, ooh, that good. sandwich. Ooh. Well, so, tell her about it. Tell so, us about it. brother Danny had um, to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. So he had two slices of bread, his peanut butter, his jelly. And he's like, oh, "Okay, do you have your bread? She's like, oh, let me go find it. So she brings out this bucket. The bucket is labeled trash. She pulls it out. And I I, I believe what she did, it, okay, they look disgusting. Okay, it looked so it nasty. Coloring. So what she did, yes. So what she did was she got bread. She put some food coloring on it and it made the bread look rotten, but she can manage it, right? It, I thought it was genius, to be perfectly honest. It was so cool. So then it he's like, gross. you have rotten bread, you know? She's like, no, 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 it's fine. It's fine. This is what I have. So he's like, okay. So then next, and he's asking yeah. the kids. He's she kept like,
0: saying stuff like, you do it your way, I'll do it mine. Yes, Thanks. yes. You know, don't tell me what to do.
1: Yep. So he asked the kids, and the kids are like, oh, peanut butter next. So he's like, okay. So he gets his peanut butter puts it on his bread. She's like, um, let me see what I have. So, she goes back. There's this bowl. It looked like rotten chili beans. Is that what okay. it was?
0: No. I couldn't even tell what it was.
1: What I believe it was was Nutella. Oh,
0: it was so And gross.
1: she mixed in something. So, it was all good food. It looked horrible. Uh, it looked like it had been,
0: like, sitting outside for weeks. It looked it so gross.
1: I really thought it was rotten. then afterward, I heard her saying, no, no, no. This was food coloring. This was uh, Nutella. I was like, that was brilliant. Because now you can, like... You can even eat it if you wanted to yeah, in front of the did. kids, you know? <laughs> cool. And so um so then she did it she did it her way and it was just all these disgusting ingredients you should that she have heard found the from the, the kids, trash.
0: Where every time she'd bring out one more layer of <laughs> filth, they would just Ah. <laughs> oh
1: gross. oh, oh so And then good.
0: jelly. What did she do for jelly? It was something equally disgusting.
1: Yeah, so I I don't remember so. the jelly, but I know all of her stuff she made and it was actually edible, but it looked horrible. Horrible.
2: Yeah, which, which is, it was
1: so cool. Which
2: is funny because most of the time when we do like the non-edible, like you did your pie the other day, it was actually non-edible. Like you shouldn't have yeah. ate it, but you still did. She made it. She did it the smart way. It I know. just <laughs> didn't look edible, but it's actually still delicious. Well, mine was yeah. out of
0: edible stuff, but like, oh, the amount of salt. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. just saying.
2: Like, oh, we were I'm like still no,
1: he's that. gonna I, eat
2: it. I'm just saying, like, I have oh. eaten like raw eggs before in front of Sunday school just to like, prove a point, but she. Ate discussing stuff, but it's still pretty good.
1: Yeah, <laughs> so it, it was I cool. said she's genius. <laughs> yeah. It was pretty genius. So the
2: point of the whole lesson
0: was Danny did it the right way, God's way. She did it her own way. And then she came out and she was sick. Like yeah. she felt like she was going to throw up. And the uh-huh. kids were just like, "Ah,
1: it's
2: disgusting. <laughs> Why would you want to do it that way?"
1: Yeah. But so God's way was better. I always it know Sunday school is
2: really good. Like if I'm not there, because our Sunday school WhatsApp chat will start blowing up with little tidbits of it. And hey, that's a good point. The WhatsApp chat. Don't let me forget that. If we go ahead okay. and finish. So I got a little tidbit of Brother Lee was like, "I hope Sarah Torado's giving away snacks at junior camp or like that." I was just like, Kim. What is he talking about? I want to know. So that's how I knew a little bit so about I the lesson. Him, like
1: the whole rundown of what uh, happened. Yeah.
2: And I'm all even like, I, I just get little tidbits. So I always got to ask, like, what is he talking about? Like, what, you know, it makes me just more sad to not. I know. Tell he this gets day. so antsy. So,
1: Sometimes yeah. I try not to tell him when it's that good just because I know
2: <laughs> that. it was and really I'm bad, like, bad today. I'm yeah. yeah. Just be
0: happy. With you. <laughs>
1: it was horrible. Oh, man.
0: Uh, yeah. So, so that WhatsApp chat has made a community. Uh, between Sundays, between our, our Sunday school teachers, <laughs> we have another one for the bus ministry as well. But it's so much fun. <laughs> it is. Let
1: me tell you how much this blows up, real quick. So we have two chats. One of them, Brother Philip, labeled "info," and that is for like our schedule or any kind of meeting or something that we need actual information info sharing on. Sharing
0: only. <laughs> but because
1: this this chat goes blows up literally all week long. Like, the last one, someone was putting, like, cannibal jokes, okay? It was just, it's communication. Okay, that sounds
2: weird. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, that does explain.
1: But the, then his, the other chat with, like, the jokes and the funny, just kind of, like, we're communicating throughout the week. It's our miscellaneous chat. But we, somebody, all week long, will have something to just everyone and I I love it because it keeps us honestly connected
0: it does it can keep it, it may be something from a cool testimony hey guys that's who I ran into at the store Yeah, um, someone getting baptized somebody's got the Holy Ghost all yep. these cool things and then, and, and then you might have Bob Lee throwing a random joke in there, which, <laughs> yeah. which just starts this just avalanche of hilarity. Uh-huh. And it, it'll last sometimes a day and a half. Which like, is it so just neat stop.
1: because yeah. we have younger, you know, like either either it's in the bus chat or something. They're all kind of these different chats, but um, it's all within the WhatsApp. And we'll see someone who replied or something that sparked their interest in the chat. And now we're seeing this younger youth who's still learning to get involved and everyone's addressing him now because the joke that he said or the comment he said and now he also feels included which is I personally think it's just so neat it's i love just it. So neat.
0: <clears throat> yeah so it has has brought us tighter I'm telling you from from covid to now like just just the the the, the tightness of our team yes. has just it's it's the difference is dramatic is, yeah. from from 2019 till now like we are we are so much better Better. I I don't know if that's it, yeah. We're just I, I we're we're much more of a team now. Yeah. than we yes.
2: You know. We're definitely closer. Absolutely. Closer as friends and mm-hmm. closer as teachers. Yeah. And be and the reason why, like when we ad lib off each other, we yeah. really know where they're kind of going to go because I know what these kind of this person kind of jokes or humor is, um, and you know what to do. And, you know, and really I feel like, like there's,
1: ne- there's like, this respect level that we all have for each other because we all genuinely love each other, even as friends, yep. that when we start working together, no one's trying to, like, overshadow anybody. Yeah, Everyone's yeah. like, I know, you know, how you would handle this, and I think it would be great, and everyone just kind of gives each other their own space.
2: So if you're if you have a team, we use WhatsApp. Which works really well. Texting is terrible. Texting because then
1: things get lost.
2: Yeah, people's servers. Like, oh, I lot. I didn't get that message or whatever. WhatsApp, uh, and you can send higher, like bigger clips, like a video. Like this video she yes. sent me was through the text message. It wouldn't have been the same. So you know you can send higher, bigger files to each other, things yeah. like that. So it's really cool. The, the the, this is how much we come to rely
0: on each other. Like junior camp's coming up. When I think of great counselors, the first person I persons I think of are our Sunday school teachers because mm-hmm. they're just they're so good with kids. Yeah. So I asked Bree. I said, Bree, listen, I know you've never done this. I know you got work, <gasps> but would you just consider it? That because makes me so excited. Can you excited. imagine her at camp? Yeah, she would blow the doors off. Liz, I'm like, hey, Liz, I know you got stuff we got to figure out with with you know younger kids and stuff, but but. Can we make this happen? Mm-hmm. Oh. Can you imagine if they can both come? I'm so excited. Uh, if we can get Bob Lee up there for a day or two, I know. Um, just maybe that's maybe the he kind of stuff that would be. Because they're so good and we're yeah. so tight, we work so together that that we could literally say, "Okay, you guys nice. take care of this service, uh, you know, one of the Sunday mornings, and I don't even have to do anything. I can go just run camp." <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Brother had so, to get a job again. <laughs> probably, <laughs> and now he can't have his. His moment every podcast where he tells us that he's homeless. (laughs) And he's not. I know.
1: Leave it to Brother Lee to make that.
0: So what was after that? that Okay, giveaways. We did a giveaway our our game that teaches the lesson that was Brie Hinckley and... Oh, she did the cups. Yes. So she did a bunch of cups
1: on table. There was two teams, boys against girls, and basically the first... first (laughs) So the first round was they blew it off like with their breath. The second round, I believe they used a straw then the third round, um, she had teachers come in, and on one side, it was already pre-planned, they were going to start putting cups back onto the table, and the other side, the teachers
0: Well, she asked read. the girls to make a choice. Do you want to yeah. use this balloon pump, yeah, or do you want same. this bag that has basically nothing in it? Like, she let them fill the bag, but not open it. And so they they said, get the pump, get the pump, get the pump. So they said they chose the pump because, I mean, you can just do some serious damage with an air pump. Mm -hmm. Um, And so then the boys got the bag. And so they opened it. And on the note inside, it just said something to the effect of, um, God, I love you. I know you're going to help me today or something like that. And the boys are like, what does that mean exactly? Like, how does that help us with the game? And she said, well, let's go. One, two, three, go. Well, the girls started doing the pump. The teachers that had been pre-programmed swarmed in, knocked all the boys' cups off. It was off. in like they won one swoosh swoosh too. And the like girls were
1: gone. were
0: blocked where they couldn't blow them off. Oh, and, I like that. And yeah. so uh, the girls like, that's not fair. She goes, you know what? It's really not fair. When God's on your side, it's not fair.
2: Come on now, You, no, you win like that
0: that nice. Oh, my. That was cool. It was really good. And it was so cool. God's way is the fun. best way. I like that. doesn't matter what the other team has. When God's on your side, you're going to win. That's so, a
2: cool, that's oh,
0: pretty good. Yeah, <clears throat> um, then we did a puppet show with Bree and K Dog. <laughs> <plus laughs> okay,
1: let me explain where that came from. <laughs> okay, so basically, we had um, I was like a store worker and I was prepping for the day, so I get in, I'm like, okay, let me set up the store, and then this puppet comes in and they're like, ring, 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 <laughs> so she rings the doorbell or you know, trying to get in. I said, oh, okay, like we're open, come in. And I said, oh, I just got everything out. You know, what would you like to buy? So Bree starts throwing all of this, like, random stuff out. I believe the first one maybe it was, like, a ball. And she's like, I want to buy this ball. And she, like, chucks it at me. And I'm like, okay. And then um, she's like, oh, hold on. I have a few more other things. She starts throwing, like, these puppets we have. Uh, um, I forgot what else. But it was just, like, these little toys they have in the back. And so She's throwing
0: them through the puppet stage. She's throwing,
1: the stage. Yeah, so she's throwing them at me towards... I guess, like, the, where the kids are. So they see all of it coming out. And she's like, oh, hold on. So her puppet voice was just, it was hilarious. She did so great. And um, at the end, I total everything up. I said, okay, it's $16. And she's like, uh, what? And I'm like, $16, you know? And I was like, that's the total of all your stuff, because that was, you know, a $1.50. You had so many of those. So then um, she throws a bucket at me, and I was like, a bucket? Uh, do you want me to put the stuff in the bucket? She's like, no, no. That's not how I want to pay. I'm like, that's not how you pay. You Barber
0: system. I like, yeah. like, give you a bucket, you give me six. <laughs> <in that service.
1: laughs> and so she starts trying to like figuring out different ways to pay. Um, and the lesson behind it was, you know, God's way. There's one way to do it. It's it's only God's way. So I'm telling her. You pay with money, and she even said, I said, Do you have a credit card? Maybe, like, oh, you know, we have TAP. Oh,
2: your credit card. (laughs) (laughs) So she
1: asked for my credit card, and I'm like, "Uh, I don't even know your name. And then she calls me K Dog, her puppet, and that's where that came from. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't know if I'll ever be able to live that down. So uh, thanks, Bree. But and then it refers back to you know, the sacrifices of Cain and Abel. And which one was honored. Which one will get you, you know, what you want. And it's doing it God's way. So the same thing with what's going to get you these items that you wanted to purchase. It's doing it the correct way, um, bringing money. So that was a connection in that.
0: Yep. <clears throat> so after that, we did an action song. And I don't remember what song they sang. It was Sarah, it Natalia, was and
1: Elena. Change. I don't remember what it was. I'm, like, seeing it in my head, but I can't think of the song.
0: Anyway, I, I can't I can't remember, but it fit the fit the profile of the lesson. So this whole time, God's way is the best way has been the theme, and the final lesson is always where we try to take all of those segments and, and, and coalesce them into one thought for the kids. Um, we've we've been going out to different churches, and every time I come back, I try to get one new thing for Sunday school. So. A new magic trick, a new puppet, a new something just so it's not the same thing every week. So uh, this time I went online, I went on Amazon and I was just trying to find any sort of magic trick. And I was just looking through it like what what's out there, what's out there. And I saw just, you can imagine Amazon when you just put in like like magic stage prop, right? Well, I got the weirdest thing ever. It was a latex hammer. Okay. Ah. Okay. <laughs> this is okay. You just got to run with this, okay? So it's it's a hammer that's completely hollow, it's rubber, you can wad it up in a ball, but it looks like a real hammer. Looks exactly oh, okay. like a real hammer. I got it. Um so I was just like what can I do with that?
1: Hit Logan over the head.
0: Well, so I bought it <laughs> not knowing what I was going to do with it, okay? I had no clue. I'm like I can figure out something cuz I I'd seen different things where they accidentally throw it into the audience and you know, people think they're about to get hit with a little <laughs> rubber hammer um, oh, but, but what we did with it so we're talking about and well God's way is the best way and I don't I don't uh, so we actually did several things kind of like you Julian when you last year when you had uh, last week when you did like three different lessons mm-hmm. so we did the same thing I'm actually going to pull it up real quick okay. so uh, funny. I
1: so much.
0: Yeah, you know, so this okay, is how prepared I am. It. I have it right in front of me. No. Now yeah. find it.
1: It's right Here there. Here
0: it is. Okay. Oh, I remember what I did. So I started off with the envelopes. Uh, so there was a kid in the back of the room. Oh, yes. And I had never seen him before. I think it was his first Sunday there. And I asked him, I said, do you think I can read your mind? And he's like, no. I said, well, what if I told you that uh, I could predict what you're going to pick? And so I had a piece of paper, and on it was four colors. It was like pink, uh, yellow, blue, pink, and green. And I said, of these four colors, I can, I can tell you which one you're going to pick ahead of time. And he's like, no, you can't. I said, okay, well, pick one. I said, don't tell me what it is, though. So he he picks one. I said, you got it picked? He said, yeah. Okay. I said, all right. Now, I want you to whisper to the people around you which one you picked. That way you can't change because I, I know which one you're going to pick, and so you got to make sure you don't change. So he whispers. I said, guys, do you guys know what he's going to say? He said, Yes. So he whispered it to a couple teachers just to lock it in, so this you know it doesn't you know he's not going to change. So I said, okay, what if I told you that before you came in the room, I knew which one you were going to pick so confidently that I had written it down on a piece of paper, put it in an envelope, and put it in my pocket, and said that you were going to pick this color. And he's like, no, you can't do that. So this is one of the older boys. He was probably what eleven, maybe Kim.
1: Maybe? Um, yeah, maybe ten, ten, eleven, yeah.
0: So and he he's just like there's no way. So I said okay. Well, what color did you pick? And so he told me. So I pulled an envelope out of my pocket. I said come here. I said I'm going to hand this to you sealed. And I want you in front of everybody. Open this up. But and so,
1: you even asked him. Was there any chance you know said, you saw me that I could have po- changed it or got could could something down?
0: Anything down? And he's like no. I said okay. Well, open the envelope. So he opens this sealed envelope, pulls out this paper, opens it up, and it says you will pick. What was it, pink? Pink. He said, you will pick pink. And he is flipping out. He's like, there's no way. (laughs) But I had written it down. And so he is just...
1: And like the boys he told in the back were like, what?
0: "Ah, I can't believe this. (laughs) Like, this is crazy. And so I said, isn't that funny how, you know, we know that God knows everything. I said, I told you I knew this, right? But you still didn't think I did. I said, no, I understand it because I'm just a guy. I said, but God knows everything. But yet we still decide that our way is better than his sometimes. Even though he knows what the best outcome is, but we still want to do it our way. When we know God knows what's best, isn't that weird? Mm-hmm. Well, the way the trick works, and I'm going to ruin this for you guys. I have four envelopes on me oh, in four different pockets. Guys. Yeah. yeah. So, so whichever one he picks, okay. I have an envelope that matches that color. It yeah. doesn't matter. So, but he had no clue. Yeah. Like left pocket. <laughs> he, yeah. Go, he would just lost his. Yeah, pocket. yeah. But it works. It's very effective. That's cool. Um, and so I talked about how God knows everything about us—our, you know, the number of hairs on our head, name, heart, worries, actions—and I have verses for all of these. He knows what works and what doesn't. He knows what how everything's going to work out. But sometimes we still think that our way is going to work out better than His. Um, and then, um, so I said, sometimes things come against us, like life throws us curveballs that don't make sense, stuff that. But we, we think we're going to work through this ourselves. And I pull out, so I had a little toolbox. And in that toolbox, I had that a real hammer okay, and that fake hammer and some other tools. But they didn't look in the toolbox. They didn't know. So I pull out my hammer and I pull out the pliers and I said, you know, this is my toolbox. And I pull out that, that real hammer and I smacked it on the table so they knew this thing was <laughs> real, right? It's identical to the other one. Like you cannot hardly tell them apart. So I had this real hammer, made it super clear this thing is real. Smacked it on the hammer and set it back on the toolbox. They're talking about like this hammer is it's just going to destroy you. It's something that's coming against your life. It's just going to really mess you up. So we have two options. We can do it our way or we can do it God's way. And so I took that latex hammer out. They think it's the real hammer that I just smacked the table with. Okay, And I take it out and I stuck it in a bag, like a, just a, like a plastic bag. I said, you know, if you give it to God, give that thing that, that's really been bugging you, do it his way. It's incredible how God, and I just got that bag and crumpled it up with a hammer inside, and it just disappeared. I'm telling you, like Landry, knows every trick, right? Yeah. You should have, his eyes probably jumped six inches out of his head. He, I, he turned to his friend's that he goes how did he do that? <laughs> <laughs> but the hammer disappeared. And so I said, God will just take your, you know, you know the, the situation and take care of it. So I threw it through the puppet window because I didn't want it to yes. you know, expand on stage. Right. So I threw it through the puppet window. Well, <laughs> we went on and just talked about, you know, let's do it God's way. Well, we had a great altar call, a little girl from yellow route. Oh my oh, goodness. Yes, she,
2: good. was, she was, Oh, crazy. it was so, so cool. sweet. So good.
1: She
0: was
2: so close to getting the Holy Ghost. Mm-hmm. Uh, Her sister got the Holy Ghost recently. So
0: okay. okay. Right?
1: No, this is oh never mind I got yeah. the wrong picture sorry well someone she was
0: I'm telling you sorry. it was so beautiful she was praying so hard yeah, that's so cool. Well, what's funny I guess it was so effective that that bag that I threw through the window <laughs> someone picked it up and threw it in the trash can and I'm trying to find my brand new <gasps> latex camera, and I can't find it I went digging through the trash and I finally found it like two layers deep
2: oh, yeah. Man. someone was cleaning up and yeah. threw
0: my hammer away but that's I guess it was that <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. effective you <laughs> so, the Sunday school teacher that's right who picked right. up I
1: cleaned up. Oh, was it you? But I don't ever remember picking up a bag. If, uh,
2: someone did. So I'm
1: like, I cleaned up really well that <laughs> <Yeah>. day. <laughs> I slept and <in> everything. <laughs>
2: Well, uh, anyway. And uh, could you say like so how you threw in a bunch of lessons and with your... I also lessons. did the thumb lights. I got some okay. new thumb
1: lights. <gasps> oh, yeah, the kids went cool. so wild for yeah, that yeah, one. It that. was the coolest thing. How did you teach that? Oh, I was I talked so about the thoughts.
0: God knows your thoughts. So before you ever see anything, you know, when a thought comes to you and I pull it out of the air. Uh-huh. So you have the, these... It, this vision uh, verbally mm-hmm. will not make sense. You have to watch someone doing thumb lights. So it's you can so make cool. either thumb light up just by squeezing them. Sounds super simple, but I'm the effect is magical. Oh, it's so amazing! So you you can like put it in your ear and pull it out the other ear, put it in your mouth. He like and pull swallowed
1: it, out of yours. it. He pulled it out of <laughs> okay. Like switched hands. It would that the light ones always get me. Yeah, that's really, <laughs> really cool. That's they really were all really cool, cool but now, that one was just is. So
2: cool. um, the reason why I put so many lessons into mine, I'm like, because I only teach a final lesson every so often. Yeah, I'm like, I got this one time to do 15 <laughs> minutes. I'm gonna do as much as I can, not in a way of like. I'm not trying to be sloppy or anything but I could do more than just one little object lesson I could do a bunch of, I'm like this ties in this ties in it took a little bit more effort because I had to go to more stores and all this stuff but that's why I did that I mean I want to do the best final lesson I can because I got one time to do it a couple, yeah. few times a week you know? <clears throat>
0: so we we have uh, you know obviously four Sundays a month sometimes five uh, and when there's five it's a family day anyway so we got four a month and we usually divide them up among four people um, so so uh, though you know it's once a month that you're doing it so like mm-hmm. you said you got a month roughly to yeah. to to uh prepare for, for this yeah. lesson so. yeah but we are an hour and five minutes into it i did not anticipate this taking anywhere near <laughs> yeah. this length of the time these
1: ones are always so much fun it,
0: it really is so uh, we've said this before, we're not experts on children's ministry, but we are super, super passionate about it. But we love it. We love it. <laughs> and uh, if you can learn from anything we do, great. But we want to learn from you guys, too. So shoot us over testimonies or something exciting that you guys did, and we want to learn from it. Send it to at info at apostolicsundayschool.com. And I think we're done. Anything uh, else? Nothing. Okay, it. cool. Thank you guys for joining us. God bless. And we'll see you next time. Bless. Bye.